Welcome to Diacast, caroling at your door with increased intensity. Here at Diacast, our group of miscellaneous Ebenezer Scrooges play different RPGs, bringing you a new game and system every few weeks. This week, we have a very special treat for you. We are playing a little-known indie game known as Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. It's been, like, Ooh. doing the rounds Ooh. for a few decades now. It recently <laughs> started to get a little bit of attention. Thought we'd, you know, highlight this for those of you discerning listeners out there. Like Maroon 5. Yeah, yeah, it sounds <laughs> yeah, exciting, yeah. Yeah. Uh, specifically, I've modified it with a bunch of homebrew, which I'll introduce more in detail in just a moment, but until that point, in the spirit of reckless modification, this week's question is, what would you replace your Christmas tree with? Mm. I'm Jacob, and I was too busy reading the intro to come up with an answer, so I'm going to defer <laughs> to the next person. Hello there, uh, my name's Peter, and I think just a giant gift-giving lobster. Uh, it doesn't have to be alive. I'm imagining kind of maybe a prosthetic lob... No, prosthetic? Yes, a prosthetic lobster. Santa um, Claus? Sorry. Yes, hey. that's what I call him, Santa Claus. And he's... Oh, I love him. Six <laughs> foot... He's six foot tall. He's he's a model of a lobster. He's a he's a modern ma- he's he's the mo- he's the perfect model of a modern major lobster, and he's got. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm imagining a big one of those like singing fish that you get on. Yeah, Billy Bass. Oh, uh, big bass. Yeah, big mouth <gasps> oh, Billy Bass. Uh, but it kind of like it swivels in the corner of the room, and its claws go up and down, and then you just like hang tinsel on it, and and then you keep. And but the thing is, if anybody tries to um, go for their gifts before Christmas, then it's got like. At, like a circular lock claw, um, it doesn't hurt you. It's just end, I was going to say the only place they end up is the ER, but yeah, yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. They, they just get squidged. It's made of foam. It's it's all fine and legal. But so no, I'd I'd have a really really big f- fake lobster simulacrum of a lobster <laughs> called Santa Excellent. Claus. I'm Lukey, and I, I don't know how to follow that. Um, <laughs> uh, I I guess I would. Hmm. I kind of want to replace it with just a big pile of chocolate. <laughs> Fuck. It's, a, it's an or, honest answer, or, and I like that. Or, oh, yeah. no, actually, just a huge version of Bramble that I can just cuddle. Huge dog. Santa so is this, paws. Is this Santa, Santa paws. So is this kind of the Clifford version of your beloved dog, or is this just yeah a big dog? Yeah. Is that, well, okay. It's a big Bramble. It's a big Bramble. It's like, like Upper... In a oh yeah, I'm with you. In Avatar, but, but Bramble, a, a so, sky dog. So we... a sky dog. I would love it if Bramble could just get. This is a completely off the rails answer. But oh, if Bramble could cast, just get so go for it. really big and and fly every now and then, that would really just be great if we could make that happen. Please. And, and may I say voice. that the correct phrase that sky dog is not the phrase. The phrase is up dog. So you ask people, what's up, dog? And they look up, and there is a giant brown, curly-haired <laughs> mutt flying above them, <laughs> defecating he's not on a mutt. He No, no, he's not. He's a, he's a lovely boy. He wouldn't whittle on them. He's a very good boy. He goes out in the garden, and he asks if I... when he needs a wee. He stands by the back door, and he says, excuse me, I need a wee. And you let him out, and he goes for a wee. And we're skimming over the fact that he can talk, by the sense of things. We're gonna... I, <laughs> skimming I'm, I'm over not going to... I'm not going to address oh, well, that. Well, I can talk to him, not to sound like a crazy person, but I understand what he's saying generally. Like, I know when he's asking to go out for a wee. And... Mm. 
Hmm. It's a very clear sentence. Hello, I'm Matt. And I also, I don't really know how to follow that. I, I was literally just going to say, like, a jacuzzi with a bar. Oh, <laughs> that's I mean, that's be my a answer. solid answer, oh, let's be honest. Well, I was just... Pretty good choice. I, it's an on, it's an on running gag slash problem that I hate the cold, and so I was like, "What what's the kind of thing that I would replace in Christmas? Something just where I can sit in it and be warm, yeah, but also with martinis. Den. Like, yeah, it sound pretty nice. Yeah, I want a uh, a little kind of vaguely tiki themed jacuzzi unit with a bar beside it and a little mixologist called I don't know Stavros, uh, <laughs> who just makes makes me cocktails. Um, that sounds lovely. Amazing. And then, last off, at a time, my name is Jacob, and instead of a Christmas tree, I think um, just a really big cauldron of malt wine. Oh! I wish I'd said my jacuzzi had malt wine. Oh, that would be dangerous. A jacuzzi for malt wine? Not like the jacuzzi is malt wine. No, that sounds less nice, actually. Jacob's answer is better. Continue, Jacob. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and just be that. That's just a kind of you know. That could be a thing that you know you you put it instead of having it in your fr- well you have it in front room most of the time, but uh, you, on on Christmas you take it out like onto the uh, onto the drive or something, and as people are going past, you're just like hello. Serve Get your neighbours. Yeah. Like, it's all mold cider because mm. mold cider is infinitely better. I don't know about infinitely. I prefer mulled wine, and I have some very fond memories of uh, time and then girlfriend and I went to a friend's house, and it was only after two or three um, things of mulled wine that said friend told us that she'd spiked it with port. Uh, oh, I don't know about spiked. A good mulled like wine should have a little a little dash of port or brandy. Oh, it was it? more than a little. Ah. Oh, oh, have you ever tried glugi? Glugi is that a bit like glugwein? So it's like it's yeah, it's like glugwein. It's the it's like the Finnish and Estonian version, and it's basically just like hot whiskey with spices. That sounds it's right. lovely. So good. Alive. <laughs> it's the only time the only time I've ever enjoyed whiskey is when it was hiding behind a thing of mulled wine. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of this sounds great. Like, just right. hot alcohol yeah. is underrated. Mm-hmm. More of it, please. Yes, indeed. More hot alcohol. And with that uh, resolution, let's get to it. It is winter time. Merry Christmas. No, it's not. It's decidedly not Christmas. It is non-denominational winter spookiness. Non-denominational winter spookiness. Merry cold times. Non-specific winter (laughs) solstice celebration. I'll put a sleigh bell after that. (laughs) Our next game here at Diacast is going to be a... Our next game at Diacast is going to be a game of 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons. You may have heard of it. It's been doing what? the rounds a bit lately. What was that? And <laughs> mm-hmm. we are going to be specifically doing a... Yeah, um, yeah it's a small indie game. It's it's very unknown. Exactly, exactly. We thought we, we'd showcase it to you over the next number of episodes. And <laughs> specifically by um, as a kind of counterpoint to our last... Um, to our last couple of Christmas specials, which have been Tidings of Comfort and Joy 
and a little bit of murder. We're going full in on winter horror for this game. So we're going to the Ten Towns of Icewind Dale. With a tiny bit of comfort and joy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, tiny bit of comfort and joy, but not for you. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. There's a cocktail called Comfort and Joy. Carry on, I'm just thinking out loud. So that's what's going to be going on. They should be. So yes, mm. we're doing specifically. We're tinkering. We're we're playing around specifically. We're playing around with. This is my first attempt at running what's sometimes called a funnel, which is a term that's borrowed from old school role playing and has been adapted over to fifth edition. Uh, the basic concept is imagine Takeshi's Castle as envisioned by Jason Voorhees. Yeah. We're going to start off with a large pool of player characters who are mechanically they're much more lightly sketched out, they're much less much less sturdy, um, and much simpler than conventional player characters. By the end of the session, there will be a lot fewer of them. Yes. Possibly none of them. We have semi randomly generated Four player characters each. Okay. Meat for the grinder. Yes. Um, do, yeah, <laughs> these are... Mints for the mince machine. Yeah. Exactly. I, th- I think our hardiest character has nine hit points and an AC of 15. <laughs> you can sneeze on them politely. Just I have a character for... with four hit points. Oh, no. Yeah. He's a Goliath. Yeah. M- m- multiple... A distressing Who number, needs a distressing Wait, no, number of characters with minus one or minus two constitution modifiers. Yes. So... <laughs> this is going to be... So what happens when you build a level zero character? Yeah. They're, 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 they don't have classes. We are using, for those GMs in the audience, we are using the survivor rules from Van Richten's Guide to Ravenloft, which is... Um, I've wanted to use this for a while. Hopefully this will give us a slightly more, what's the word, involved? Uh, No, involved is the wrong word. Hopefully this will give us just a different kind of game. One characters are easy come, easy go. And we're going to be swapping characters in and out as in a desperate race against time. So we are somewhere cold and and spooky. And and, uh, if anybody starts caroling during this episode out loud, um, that, that just happens. I don't know where I was going with that joke. I had. I thought you were going to say if anyone starts carol. I thought you were going to say if anyone starts caroling, instant death sentence. <laughs> that, okay, maybe that as well. May, maybe my hatred of carols Ooh, uh, has fancy. That's a good idea. Did somebody <laughs> say carol? Oh, Christ alive! <laughs> uh, uh, She's here. This is a no reference zone. Get out! <laughs> Please. I was called Sorry. back to the shadow. Right. Uh, so, so from where you uh, came. <laughs> We've all partially generated characters, so we have our our, our gruesome one, two, three, foursome uh, of characters each, for which we will be going against the horrors of the night and the dark and the gold and the generally not nice and make your toesies all go wetty. Uh, uh, to wit, that I out. think mm. the first thing we're going, I'm going to need to do just one last little bit of setup. I'm going to ask you to either roll for or pick two characters to start with. Ah. And Ah. Uh, and we will distribute the rest. Uh, 1d4 in alphabetical order. I think in the spirit of the game, I shall roll. I've got three love. I've got... And I also have four, which is... Norgar. 
Aha, I have I have Freela and Norgar. My technique right. for finding a D4 is to stick my hand in the dice bag and wait until I get stabbed. <laughs> See, I tried that and I didn't get stabbed, but I found one oh, now. Oh, right, oh, I, I think I got one. My two characters to start with shall be... Uh, that is a four, so that is Thorfinn Tinkerhead. And mm. number two, that is Bloodnut Halfbjorn. Okay. <laughs> Mine were a three and a four, so Lyufu Krager and Sigrun Silketung. Silketung. If y'all could take those characters that you just mentioned and um, stick them mm. next to the party icon. I love how the party, like, I mean, this will mean nothing to the listeners, but so basically we should have probably started with this. We've got like a little interface that Jacob's working mm. with. The uh, the bit that's more interesting for me is the icon for the party on this map is a little party hat, which I, I really like. <laughs> now could each of you roll me a d20 for each of your remaining characters? Um, should yes, I call please. mine out first? So for Agnes Dreamweaver, I have rolled 15. a 15. Cool. And for... And for Eatry Fishface... I've rolled a one. Magnificent. And that was for eight three. They are already dead. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're on a pike somewhere. <laughs> okay, for Asvard Ragnavaldson, I've got an eleven. Uh Ragnavaldson eleven. Cool. And for Ingebjorg Karsdotir, I have rolled a six. You've rolled a six. Ingebjorg. Um four. My other character who is Hori Castleflatten. Cool. I rolled an 18. <laughs> and for Yorda Hafenspike, I rolled a 4. Yorda Hafenspike. Um, also, dear listeners, uh, we went with um, a Nordic setting. However, as only one of... Uh, Luki spent a lot of time in Finland. 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 The land of um, the Finns. Suomi. The, Okay. It's um, Finland in we, Finnish. Uh, however, I will formally apologise to everybody who lives sort of north of Birmingham, um, uh, equilaterally upon the laterals of the worlds, because... Yeah, I'm uh, going to be honest, the closest I've got to any kind of Scandinavian knowledge is I've listened to quite a lot of black metal. That's kind of honestly <laughs> the closest I've got. That's all you need to... Uh, so uh. We're, we're doing a kind of very Danish, Norwegian, Swedish vibe for the uh, the accents and the names. Yes. Very dissimilar to Finland, so I have very little experience with yeah, this I particular like vibe. Fi- my accents fin- may may stray. Shall we say? <laughs> yeah, the, they, they not, may... not that my Finnish accent is good either. But right. <laughs> this story starts with a blizzard, one that rolls in from the mountains at the end of the world, down the rivers and across the frozen lakes. Of Icewind Dale. Blizzard noises. In the town of Kerr Koenig, houses are buried beneath feet of snow, some almost completely and feet. Uh, smothered up by the fall. The wind howls down streets and tugs at the signs and lanterns that flutter determinedly, still holding out little points of light against the all-encompassing blanket of snow. A blizzard would be bad news anyway, but this is also the winter solstice. It is the longest night of the year when... The longest night of the year when cold things that have forgotten the touch of sun trudge through the all-encompassing darkness. 
and sunlight only breaks the horizon for a few minutes at the very height of day. It is custom for the citizens of Kerkernig, the denizens of Kerkernig, to gather either huddle around the fires at home with their families or to huddle um, to gather in public places such as the Northern Light Tavern that sits on the frozen lakeshore. Uh, within its thick timbered log walls there is a roaring fire, there is the smell of damp fur from the assorted winter coats that have been have been hung up to dry and there must be there must be a good couple dozen people in here amongst which your number are counted to say that it's a to say it's a festive atmosphere would be would would be pushing it but there is a kind of a camaraderie of there is a kind of camaraderie of defiance here. You have come to this place to wait out the longest night of the year, and yet to wait out the longest night of the year with warm fires and good uh, warm fires and good ale, music of music of passable tonality. Kinship and beer. <laughs> Such sort of, enjoy. So- Sort of the singing where everybody knows the chorus and nobody really knows the verse. Yeah, yeah, it's that, 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 that famous, the famous verse. Yeah, so. Tune in the right idea. And something about a walrus. Cool. You'll know what you're about, and that's the important thing. It is into the early hours. Though that does not really mean that much. Uh, you've got yeah, six hours till midday. Six hours, six hours till sunrise, and most people have settled in. You, you, you're all kind Kill of. Some blip. You, you've all t- the entire town has kind of turtled up for the evening. So when the door creaks open, oh no! <laughs> there's a general mess of consternation there's there's a kind of er, earlier earlier on in the night there was kind of a close the door like a well-meaning like close the door you know keep the cold out but Mm. everyone's been at it you know everyone's passed their second wind and they're searching down the back of the emotional couch for the third wind so there's just kind of a from assorted from from from, from assorted um, beardy, beardy, fatigued Northerners. As the door opens and doesn't close, those of you who attention is drawn to the figure standing in the doorway, and all conversation and grumbling ceases. The figure is one of the one of the fishermen. He's not wearing any winter coat or snowshoes or crampons, but that is frankly of little concern when you take into account the great red-black stain over his shirt. Sorry, the great red-black stain over his shirt, which even in the firelight already glitters with icy crystals. He takes half a step forward, 
sighs and collapses to the floor. You, you, yeah, your your characters are in. Oh dear, <laughs> are we uh, are we in play? Are we like can can characters move? Uh, are... you are in the environment. Uh, I'd like to move. Uh, I feel like I'm playing chess. Bloodnut Halfbjorn, who is a uh, a large Goliath sailor character that I have, and I'd oh. like him to shut the door as a like, and and kind of shut the door, but then also kind of like, not like bar it with his body like aggressively, but he's kind of like standing by the door so that if like a wind blows, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like kind of barring it and just what whatever the fuck's happening, he doesn't know if it's wolves, if it's raiders. He's immediately like, right, shut the door straight Absolutely. away before anything else happens. And my and my and my squire, the oh, yes yes, uh, who is also a hermit, so he's not so he's he's, a, he's always been a soldier and never really found a place after that. Norgar Ifdason mm-hmm. is going to walk across the room and do a do some medicine yep. check because he's good at that i mean walk across it's elbow your way through it is kind of it's standing room only in here i'm a hermit i smell awful and i live in a fishing community so i mainly smell of fish and terrible things the air is potent uh, i smell of ham <laughs> the, yes the, the air is thick, thick with the smell of musk <laughs> and yeasty beer and you get used to the smell. All sorts of other, and, and body odour and all sorts of other things. But yes, you shove your way through the crowd of murmuring people. Um, yes, absolutely. Give me a medicine check, please. Right. And when I say I'm good at medicine, I'm proficient in it and I have a plus two. Ooh, I actually have a plus three. Sixteen. Uh, Sixteen. Very nice. The... Well done for shutting um, door. <laughs> kneeling over him, yes. you can see the man is still... <laughs> the man is still breathing. Barely. Bad. Even in the, the like, <laughs> muggy air of the tavern, his breath is frosting hmm. the air. The, uh, in addition, in addition, there is an icy cold radiating from the wound on his, the wound on his chest. Oh, okay. So, uh, let, let's, mm. let's bring him into the warm, because uh, my initial thought was going to be, let's put snow on the wound and sort of see what happens. Um, let's, let's put him by my, the fire. Yeah. Yeah. Let's 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 get him all. My squire Sigurd Silkatunga ca- comes and helps oh. you carry him up. Thank you. My let me just have a look at the stats. My um my sneak Liufu has sort of snuck around the edge and he wants to kind of stick his head out the door or the window to see if he can see any tracks or anyone else coming anything like that. Sure. Give me a perception check, please. Could I make it an investigation check? New investigation is for like close up things. Okay. Oh, that's a sixteen plus one, so seventeen. Very nice. What do they see? Uh, you see through the blizzard, um, through the blizzard with your breath kind of misting up, uh, misting up the glass as you. Uh, there are like internal shutters that you have to pull aside. Light from inside shines out into the darkness you can mostly just see driving yeah driving snow like horizontally driving snow you can vaguely from here uh, i'm gonna say that you're to the side um yeah that you're looking like vaguely northwards you can just vaguely see one of the houses across the way that you you know to be this man we'll call him uh, we, we'll, we'll call him Bian. Uh, Bian's. You can see the door is open. One of the the door is open. 
and round the side, one of the windows, there's like a, a point where the snow is flowing into, is, is being blown into an open window as well. And the door is kind of battered open in the breeze. Liufu is going to close the window quickly and they are going to go over to... What was your uh, character standing by the doormat? Bloodnut Halfbjorn. They're going to go over to Bloodnut and say, Halfbjorn, Halfbjorn. Aye. Bjorn's house across the way is... uh, The door is open. It's been wrecked. The window is open. Something's happened. Something bad. Uh, half Bjorn. Actually, what's it? Before I go any further, what's? I, it's fun that we don't actually know what these people's characters are. I, I was gonna play him as an idiot, but what's his intelligence like? Oh, it is. It's actually. It's actually. Have it there, yeah. Matt. He, <laughs> he, he he is in kind of. He is actually kind of dim. He goes. Uh, he's gonna gesture at um at um Bjorn, who's uh, clearly in a in a in a bad way. He's like, something clearly has happened. Perhaps. No, but... He's Russian. I don't know why he's become Russian. Anyway. Um, uh, why not? No, but we'll there could now. be something in there. There could be something out there. Uh, does mm. Bien? Do we know if Bien has family or anyone else in the house? Uh, I mean, this is... this is uh, Kerkernik is a town of like 300 people tops. So, uh, yes, there are four other people in Bien's household. We all know each other's blood type. We are close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. The little Bien Bien's. <laughs> um, yeah. Someone needs to go over Bloodnut. Bloodnut is going to look at you with his flinty, steely eyes, and he will just nod. I will stay here and not be there. <laughs> not uh, his, his eye. One eyebrow rises, as if to be like, I kind of assumed you'd come with me, but whatever. Um, uh, Sigrun not- will go with you, and he like pushes her. For- like <laughs> From somewhere else, the the ever curious uh, face of a, a, a half elf. A woman, Freyla Vostrosson. I just really enjoy Vostrosson. Um, Vostrosson. Vostrosson. Freyla Vostrosson. Um, let's go to poke their little sneaky head up. <laughs> and taking the initiative for they be soldier-like. Hey, uh, hey, I'm... J- j- this voice has gone completely out the fucking window. <laughs> hey, I'll go over and investigate with you. <laughs> Bloodnut is going to look you up. What, which one was this? Sorry, I'm still trying to get uh, to This grips. is... This is Freyla Vostrosson. Freyla Vostrosson, yeah. He looks you up and down. He's like, Vostrosson, you will come with me. I will go and investigate with you. I'll grab myself a little torch and set it on fire or like. I'll come as well. That's uh, Sigrun. Yeah, so next question, uh, Mr. GM. Um, so in terms of like weaponry, like I'm assuming we don't have anything uh, in our inventory. Check... Can we like scavenge from this things that would reasonably be in here? If you check uh, features on each character, Ooh. you each have a weapon. Ah, you'll see oh. your attacks. Yes. Uh, oh, they are armed and not yes. particularly dangerous. Bloodnut has a dagger and can I, for for Sizzle. So Bloodnut has in his inventory he has a dagger and a club. For Sizzle, can I suggest that the club is he picks up a table leg. And that's going to be his club. Fantastic! It was it was broken in a brawl earlier this evening. Yeah, it's just spun side. <laughs> yep. Broken in a previous brawl. Like, Liu um... Fu has a short sword, so for Sizzle, he's going to pick that up from where uh, Bloodnut accidentally put it down earlier. Freyla uh, Vostrosson has a shield and a dagger. Um, uh, Bloodnut, sorry, just quickly, Bloodnut. As soon as you pick up your sword, Liu Fu, Bloodnut's going to look you up and I was like, Liu Fu, are you coming with us? Or are you not coming with us? 
fine, I'll uh, keep watch outside the door. Uh, but Sigrun is uh, definitely coming. Liu Fu is a, is a sneak and a coward. Oh, he's a coward, I see. Um, so Sigrun His personality is shameful. So he's, <laughs> he's not, he's not going to put himself in danger. Yeah, I should take those I, mean, I, I should stay here and uh, guard I guard the uh, I I guard this. I guard the tavern. Yes. I'm, uh, I'm, all right. I'll, I'll sit in front of the door with 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 this short sword and I will guard the tavern. Blood Knight and is going to put his bear like paw on your shoulder until you stop talking and then he will say, "Yes, you guard." Fantastic. So going go go he sits so down. Going over the way we have correct me if I'm wrong, we have Blood Knot. Sigrun Silkadung and Freyla. Freyla, fantastic. Freyla and before, can I just yes. quickly do one thing before they leave as well? Sorry to no. cut you off. Uh, just my other character in there is Thorfinn Tinkerhead, who is an apprentice, and uh, they've got uh, fairly high intelligence, and they're also ambitious. So I was going to suggest, if there's time, that she can kind of put her hands up and just to be like, nobody panics, it's all right. I I have the situations under control. Because she's ambitious and she wants to immediately be accepted Absolutely. as the leader of this crisis. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then I was going to, I was just, I was basically what I wanted to do was cast an, arc, uh, not cast, sorry, do an Arcana check if it's all right. And you said the wound was yes. emanating coldness. I wouldn't mind doing a little um, Arcana Arcana check on that if it's all right. It's definitely an intelligence check of some kind, and Ooh. and Thorfinn has all of the intelligence skills. So yeah, Thorfinn is very very smart. She's a she's a well-read apprentice. She's book smart, yeah. but she's also arrogant as fuck. Is how I'm going to portray her. <laughs> cool. So yeah, give, I love her. Um, so we just yeah, do intelligence. Pick one of the intel. Yeah, yeah. Just give me. Yeah, give me that. Uh, D twenty plus four. You got it. Oh well, crying in the sink. She rolled a two. Uh, so she's rolled a total of six. So she's been like, nobody panics. I will check out for I am wise and learned Thorfinn. Um, and and she's then absolutely. Then she trips bolded. over her own feet. Fantastic. Uh, you will be. You will be. <laughs> so you will. So Thorfinn will be in the process of humming and hawing over the body. I mean, she's just going to give you like a load of nonsense. <laughs> um, as the rest yeah. of this is going on, what I'm going to yeah. say cool. is, are you guys going to be digging out your cold weather gear for this hop across the street, or are you are you taking a few minutes to get your cold weather gear, or are you? Is time of the essence. I think so because because mm. the house across the way mm. is open, which means that it is going to yep. be cold as shit as well. So it's not mm. like we're going out of the cold into the you know into the cold for a second and then out again. Yeah, we don't know what we're going into. And you know, time may time may be of the essence, but you know, you can't help a drowning person yeah, if you sure. don't bring a life raft. Mm. Yeah, I there agree. was uh, give something me... in that. <laughs> I I agree with the yeah, words that um, you said. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to need either a persuasion check from someone to scrounge up the gear. Actually, no, no, no. At this stage, at this stage, no. You, so you can just have cold weather gear. Yeah, well, we have, to have our own cold weather gear. There's no po- possible way yeah, we live here uh, without cold weather gear. Potentially more important <laughs> later on. Right, but... let's stick cool. on the cold weather gear. Yes, we stick is... on the cold uh, weather. Why is, your, why is yours sticky? It shouldn't. Uh, it shouldn't be sticky. I'm in pockets. Very uh, uh, Um Hey, oh, uh, I think we just need to go to go a jump across the way, and then we can, you know, grab us. A, we can see what's going on inside. Because my man, I, I want to know what's going on inside of there. Cool, fantastic. Yes. Can I get from all of you 
some kind of... I've grabbed my shield and my dagger. Basically, this is effectively a skill challenge, so give me some way in which you are helping the search, helping people stay, uh, either uncovering what happened or helping people stay safe. I'm going to close the door on the way out. Sure. Uh, and and then uh, when inve- and then probably do uh, investigation when I go in. And what are you investigating? Um, I am going to. Uh, it'll be the house across the way, and I think I am going to be investigating the. Oh, if the door's open, I'm going to investigate the door and see if there's anything like massive scratch marks in it or if it's just been left open and then okay. investigate like fireplace and stuff I've like that. I've just realised I've missed a step because you were going to be getting, because the three of you are going to shrug your, your cold weather gear on and head out, oh, yeah, open the door again, grumbling arises, and head out into the head out into the high blizzard, at which point I think I need all of you please to make a strength saving throw because the blizzard has reached an intense height. Oh, oh, okay. Uh. Strength saving throw. Oh, I've got a minus one to this. This should be funny. I, got a plus I rolled a fourteen. That's a filthy, dirty twenty. Oh, ho, 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 ho. yes, please. I have. Oh dear. Okay, Blood cool. has rolled a so, nine. <laughs> uh, the other two of you keep your footing. Bloodnut, however, is 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 caught off balance by a particularly fierce gust of the blizzard and goes um, tumbling and stumbling over, <laughs> which... Um, it. Come back! Uh, you, you catch your feet and recover yourself after a few seconds. However, you're aware that's moving too quickly, and if you take too much of a tumble, and if like the snow gets inside your cold weather gear, it can ruin it. So, yeah. you're... you're Walking into the wind uh, in in this climate is very much like you're leaning at a 45 degree angle to stay upright. And you can see at Mm. most, those of you with dark vision can see like 30 feet ahead of you. The rest of you, your vision is limited to 10 or 15 feet. Oh, I have a yeah, roll investigation. for investigation. That's a thing. Well, uh, uh, do, do that. Let me, know, let me know when you get... Have we gone into the house yet? What are the other two doing? So my my strategy, yeah, my strategy when I reach the house is uh, I would like blood nut. So he's going to um, kind of get there off the back of the investigation. He's going to uh, like do a little low. Uh, he's going to crouch low and do a little dog whistle. He's very good with animals, so he's going to see if there's like a husky around or like kind of a, a house dog, a kind of a working sure. dog around, and he's going to like see if that's. Cool. Yeah, yep, he's kind of trying to get information from the dog, basically. And the dog whisperer. Luki, what is um, yep. Sigrun doing? Yep, we've got someone investigating the door, someone looking at the door, someone trying to commune with a dog. The it's just going to look for danger, basically. She is literally... She's going to step inside the house and, and look for danger or people. Like, she's looking for signs of life, signs of struggle, blood. Cool. CSIing um, it, you know? In which case... <laughs> Investigation or medicine, I guess. Yeah, med- yeah, medicine, medicine actually, because we already had some investigation. Okay, cool. So um, we had an investigation from uh, Fila, and Fila got a natural one. Hey. So proud of her. From the animal handling. Animal handling. We got uh, eleven cool. total. And 
then from... 18. Fantastic. So, I think for the investigation... Uh, for that nat one, I'm going I'm to need you... Uh, Freyla, I'm Freyla. going to need you to make a <laughs> dexterity saving Freyla. throw, please. Aha! <laughs> Gets first character dies due to getting head stuck in cat flap. Oh, that's actually really good. Uh, I got a 19. Cool. Um, so you don't get brained by the door flapping in the blizzard. Oh, however, <laughs> you you love me. So while the other two just kind of move inside cautiously, we just have Freyla outside, uh, basically in a slap fight with the door, trying to catch it without getting hit by it. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to look deeply at this door, and this door is trying to <laughs> just batter me to death. You're, the door is trying to escape. You, you are fighting the door, and the door is winning. Very RPG of you. What's going on here? What's going on here? I don't... What? Stop this. Stop, I've become Donald Trump. Stop this. I, I don't like... I'm, I'm trying to look for clues. I don't know if you've ever been on... I don't know if you've ever been on a ferry and, like, breathe, open breathing into the wind, like where the breath is stolen out of your mouth. It's that mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. weather. <sighs> Sorry, I forgot what the animal handling result was. 11. Okay. Uh, it was an 11. It's okay if there's just no dog. <laughs> there is, as far as either of you can tell, no one inside. This is a relatively simple, uh, single story, very cosily built, with maybe three rooms to it. Poverty shack thing. The, mm. It's clear there has been a disturbance. Uh, the place has been turned over. The fire is out. The ashes are... Yeah, even the ashes aren't warm. Cold. There are ashes. But there are ashes. So it's not been cleaned. uh, Let me rephrase that. No, it looks like the fire has been snuffed out. But there's there's no sign. Right, yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. It's not like they haven't lit it. With the biggest snuffer. There's no sign that it didn't burn down naturally. And it also doesn't look like the fire was... There's no obvious sign that it was drenched in water or doused in sand or anything like that. It looks like the fire just stopped in the fireplace. Mm. Oh dear. Bjorna? Bjorna? Bjork? That's the dog. Bjork? Yeah, with the... <laughs> yeah, there's... Bjork! Bjork! No sign... Uh, there's no sign of any animals, no sign of any people. You spot there are... Uh, something you do find secret is the uh, th- there are a number of um actually fairly nasty implements involved in fishing like you know flint uh like gutting knives and uh ice saws and stuff like this you find one of those bent in half with a uh with a what looks like blood on it except the it's crystalline oh i these fishing is, swords are built to very, very high standards. They do not it, bend easily. Entirely legitimate. They're meant to cut through like feet of ice. Is it cold? Bloodnut is a is a sailor, so he knows things about ice swords. Is it? If I, I'm not going to actually touch it, but if I put my hand near it, is it emanating the same kind of cold? Not as that strongly was? because it's only like this thin crust on the serrated edge of the um sword. But yeah. Something evil has been here. Something is wrong. Can I get... I've gone Russian again. <laughs> that is my voice. Does anyone have religion proficiency? I have plus one religion. I have plus two, but not a proficiency. No, I, I have not. 
I do not have. I can come inside from fighting the door. Wait, no, I do. I do have proficiency. So I has plus two, but he is in the tavern. Before returning to the cavern, uh, the tavern. Sorry, if you are indeed returning to the tavern, is there anything else you'd like to do here? Do you'd like to pick up or retrieve anything you're taking back with you? Have we checked all three rooms? Uh yeah, yeah. We've checked. You've checked all three rooms. I would like to do. I would all. There is no uh, sign of the other four like to... inhabitants. I would like to do a nature check, if that's okay. To what end? Specifically to... Um, I'm looking about for tracks. Because if the if the fire's been snuffed out, then I, yeah. I'm, I'm looking around for tracks through any of the entrances or exits in the house. Or I'm looking for leavings or weird scratch marks on doors and stuff like that. Cool. I'm doing I'm um, doing the hunter check. Do you have do you have survival? Putting my hand to the floor and stuff like that. Um I have a nature proficiency. Sure, give me that then. <laughs> and I've just spent the last Oh yeah, I rolled a three, so <laughs> uh, we we're gonna increase that to a Fantastic. seven. <laughs> wow. The Yeah, no th- that's you're not going to be able to add anything. You're not really going to be able to add anything. Oh, bugger. I tried I tried, guys, but I'm going to be honest, this whole house is fighting me. <laughs> you look around you and you're like, I think this house is made of wood, yeah. you know? Yeah, very much so. so. You guys pretend to um, I suppose yeah. we are, it's unless like, so anybody I else I wouldn't mind doing a quick check. Uh, it's one of, like, Matt would like to kind of nick the mega saws, but I just don't think I'd, there's not enough danger going on for me to immediately start nicking weapons. It just doesn't uh, marry up. Yeah. I mean, you can mm. definitely... So I was like, can I check if there's... I'm just checking if there's such a thing as like fisherman's tools. Well, yeah, like I was basically, I was just Be thinking, somewhere. basically, I want a fuck off weapon, but I like don't worry about it because genuinely, I playing the role, I don't think that's justified at this point. They don't, it, no. there's not enough of a threat. What I would um, like to do is see if there's a little cabinet full of uh, bedding because I'm thinking of bandages. Yes, yeah, uh, absolutely. You can, you can take ah. like a fresh, a fresh linen yeah, box. Yeah, you or can something. take several like pallets of linen. Lovely, strip linen off the beds. Lovely, jubbly. Mm-hmm. Cool. Returning with... And then, yes, I, I am down for a turn to the town. Cool. Myself. Returning mm. to the... Uh, returning to the Northern Light, there's a, a murmuring and a muttering as the... No, 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 no. When we come in, when we come in the door, Kragan is standing guard and mm. he is standing there with his sword and he screams as the door opens <laughs> and swings his sword. And it immediately hits straight into the wall. Can, yeah, can Blood Nut just like give, give you the eyeball and just being like, <laughs> pitiful gun. Oh. Fantastic. <laughs> if if you if you had been dangerous, I would have hit near you. That, that kind of that kind of scared me, you know. If I, I'm already been scared of doors. <laughs> when you say like, if you'd have been dangerous, I would have hit you. He's just gonna, blood. Us just gonna lean closer to you and say, "What makes you think I am not dangerous?" Hey. <laughs> Eka just gives up and goes to sit in his sulking yeah. corner. I'm already intimidated by the doors. I've got to come and sit inside and think about all the things I haven't done. They're not that good a band. <laughs> Although cool. I, I do like your energies. As you are, you know, heading back inside. And I think just from your general aspect and countenance, people will be able to... And the fact you've not brought anyone back with you, dead or otherwise, mm. there's a whisper that is... Uh, a whisper is going around and a muttering that you can hear. A familiar tale to uh, uh, mention of a story that is familiar to 
anyone living within this part of the world. It seems that poor Bien and the rest of the Bienlings have been... have fallen afoul of something known as as the Winter's Mark. The Winter's Mark. Oh, the Winter's Mark. Ah, the Winter's Mark. The Winter's Mark. Winter's Mark. The Winter's Mark. <laughs> Sometimes the winter chill cuts to the bone where it stays. A cold fever that snuffs out any semblance of warm and warmth and life in its host. This disease is inflicted by some undead in extreme polar climates. The worst afflicted are surrounded by an aura of the contagion. Thorfinn uh, Tinkerhead is going to say, I am a student of science. I do not believe in this. <laughs> uh, Sigrun has walked over to the, the body of Björn. The bartender is going to lean over to you, cuff you upside the head and go, yeah, that's his fantasy setting. Get to the genre <laughs> savviness, you pillock. We have not science uh, here. <laughs> <laughs> I am a student of books. I believe in... Like, I'm just setting her up for a fall. Sorry, continue. Look. <laughs> the... So, is Bjorn still alive or is he dead? He is... Or is he undead? Again, still breathing. Just about. Who knows how long that is going to... He's just kind of curled up on a... Uh, someone's brought down some blankets, so, 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 some thick blankets and a coat, and drapes them over him. He's, he's, he's huddled up on a stool next to the fire. Oh, he's sitting up. Mm, leaning against the wall, I think. Actually, no, Wait, he's, is he he's, leaning against, he's leaning against um, his back to a pillar, and he's very much been propped up. He's not conscious. Or barely conscious. Oh, okay. The only way you can tell that he is alive is, there... is, again, his breath is misting the air. Is there in the town uh, a, a good cleric or a physician of some yep, variety? you've got the... Um... Oh, yeah, I can ping. I can ping yep, on the map. The... Uh, I saw that. You yeah. have the... I see the ping. Shrine... Uh, you have the shrine to Oriel on the east side of town. And there would be someone there who, if we fetch them, might be able to help him or at least tell us the... what's happened to him. Potentially the... Yes, we have a, uh, we have a disciple here, don't we? Yes. So, uh, Bloodnut, you know that the... Oh, we need a name for the town. We need a name for the town cleric. Uh, his name can be... Uh, Bjork. Well, you... We've already had Bjork. That's the dog. <laughs> I know. Um, we could do... Um, what's another... Ingle. 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 Fantastic. Ingel. We know, uh, so you know that Ingel um, is maintaining the uh, the shrine keeps a pale fire that burns. Uh, it's there are certain salts collected from the, the the saltwater lake that make the fire burn a kind of ice white, and that's an important mm. sacrament, especially during the long nights. Bloodnut will relate this to the crowd. Yeah. So that's where. She- Sigrun yes. looks out the window and goes, "Do you think we can make it to the shrine to get Brother Ingle? Um, it might be Bian's only hope. We can't take him out in this weather." Go, uh, I've wow, I've lost my Swedish. Um, <laughs> We're all just swallowing the words now. <laughs> Norga, oh, yeah. if doesn't, uh, I, Norga, if doesn't, will agree with this and and suggest that we uh, do indeed go out. He is a strong man, and thereby he is uh, ready to go out and uh, find himself some pale fire made from salt from the bottom of the lake. <laughs> uh, you are yes. Thanks. Uh, that was Norgar, right? 
That, yeah, that was Norgar, if that's an. Blood Thank you, Norgar. Will, uh, yeah, he will okay. nod. He will agree with, like, we cannot move this man. I will go and fetch Ingvild. If, 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 if Dassen, is that you? Yours. Norgar, if Dassen. You Norgar. will come, you will come with me. I will come with, I will come with you. Pardon me, I just did burp. Uh, it is all, it, it is all the fish and deep well. Right. I'm coming Where as well. Three is better than two. Is we will put on yeah, winter clothes. I will use, I will, yeah. I will try and, I will try and use my shield to shield shield myself against the cold although thinking about it that might just turn me into human soul sail <laughs> this is foolish idea away. but you do what you must do i was about to say whilst this is happening frailer's going to be doing something frailer's going to be trying to connect all of the pieces and looking out for like undead but don't really need a role for that they're just that is a thing that they are that is sort yeah. of their state so, who, set so, what, so uh, as, uh, while are they so who's who's our traveling yeah, yeah if we're setting states Krager is uh, doing his not doing very good watching again <laughs> yeah mm. half uh, who is the traveling party uh, Sigrun Fleur I've forgotten your names I'm sorry uh, it's Norgar, Norgar the Sigrun and uh, Bloodnut are the three before Bloodnut goes he will uh, grab Clatar by the scruff and he will like you guard the door better than before. Do you mean Krager? Krager, yes. Krag, you said Clatter. Whatever, Krager, whatever. I do not know your name, and Krager, I do. He's gonna pull you even closer, so you're like I view, and he's like, I get your name wrong because your name is not worth remembering, and he drops you, and he says, <laughs> Make me remember your name. <laughs> this is you, no. Uh- Bloodnut reacts uh, with surprise, but he doesn't push you off. His feet are like dangling off the floor. He goes, "Yes, I, I, I yes, yes, we will, yes." Uh, he will drop you on the floor, and he nods to his two companions, and he's like, "We will go." And uh, I went, like, he's going to do some kind because he's a disciple. He'll do some kind of whatever passes for like, like a little sailor's prayer as he leaves the door. He'll do like a little kind of gesture and a little. I probably just like to... spits on the floor. Like... Yeah, I, I was like normally I'd do that, but I think because he's a disciple, I feel like he's one of these where like he is like a rough and tumble sailor. But were were this like a Christian setting, he'd also be like fully, fully read up on the Bible. In I think yeah. that's the vibe I'm going for with him. Like he's probably got religious tattoos. This guy, so like he takes Aww. his faith very seriously. Knows it front to back and rhyming. Shouldn't be reading the Bible front to back. That's that's the way of evil. I think. Yeah, for those, uh, Bebda, hang on, I need to check something, because yeah, you're in, you're in the blizzard. <laughs> there we go. We're in uh, the we, blizzard. Should we all make strength saving throws, just as we're w- walking out? So the way we're going to do this is I'm going to get each, uh, I'm going to get y'all to make survival checks. Oh, lovely. Am I good at survival? <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, sweet Christmas on a cracker. Never Let's survived go. it. Ooh, I got proficiency in survival. I, well, 16. I'll take it. Hang on. That's another dirty, disgusting 20. My God, we're rolling quite well. T- I'll, say, I'll say that without. I'm rolling filthy numbers tonight. <laughs> <laughs> please. Please, it's before. It, well, it's just after the watershed, so please it's do roll your filthy after numbers. The watershed. I'm, I'm... It's 20 minutes after the watershed. Ooh, we zoomed in. 
I'm having ah. a little problem in that I can't seem to scroll down oh, to look at um, my survivors. On a small screen, uh, try pressing um, F11 to full screen your... What have you done? No, there was, there was a, it's pl- Oh, it's very nice. It's, uh, my survival sc- score is very good. Right, uh, I'll, we'll definitely have jinxed it. Are we ready? Uh, oh my god, I rolled a nat 20 plus 5. Hells <laughs> yeah. That little prayer did, uh, did the job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you even have guidance. I was going to like you know add a D force to that as well. But uh, in which case, can yeah. I get you to roll these Constitution saving throws with advantage, please? Since you since you succeeded that, I will so greatly. Just me and that, Matt. Uh, all three of you. Mm-mm. Oh wait, yeah, Peter did get a sixteen. I'm just used to Peter failing. Sorry. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, uh. Uh, actually, fair tonight. Oh. <laughs> I'm I'm offended, but you're factually yeah, correct. Tonight, not in general. Uh, oh, that's a thirteen. I have rolled uh, a fifteen. And Peter, I got a sixteen. You are not fatigued yeah. by the excursion. You know these. Um, so you know this town, and even in the deep darkness and the driving and the driving blizzard, you are able to just uh, force your way through. Through just. Just muscle memory, even though none of you can really see more than your hand in front of your face. Like, someone could walk ten feet past you in this weather, and you would not know any better. I feel like Bloodnut has done the walk between the tavern and uh, the chapel and enough times. Bloodnut's a Goliath, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah. yeah, he's a Goliath. So actually, between your as a, as a Goliath, you're acclimated to the cold, and since you're wearing cold weather gear... You do not need to be wait- making. Um, you do not need to be making survival checks against the. Hey! Uh, sorry, oh. Constitution saves against the extreme cold. Noted. I did it for fun. <laughs> Yay! Um, he took off his clothes so... just to see if he could manage. I was going to say, I, I would imagine this being a, a winter town in a blizzard. We probably have like some kind of. Just like ropes hammered into the wall along a lot of the buildings, just to like keep your bearings so you can hold on to them yep. or something. Like we probably pre-planned yeah, for some of this. Idea. It's probably helping. Yep, that makes yep that that makes a lot of sense. That's a, that is something that very sensible. That's what I would do would if do. I was building a winter town. Cool. So the three of you um, make it to the three of you make it to the three of you make it to the shrine, and this is a what's a what's a feature of this. Can each of you give me a, a a feature of this building, please? Stained glass window in the top. It's what got a, like a stained glass dome. No, 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 no. Like it's got it's kind of like it's got a freestanding. No, no, not freestanding. It's got like a, a a tiny little spire up the top, but right at the top of it, it's got like a little arch of stone, and then in between that is like frosted glass, stained glass. So like blue. Blues like sea glass, so blues and green. Although I think sea glass is plastic, like light blue and and green, and it just sort of forms. Uh, it forms like a swirl, what, so, such that like light would shine down like like a skylight. Yes, I was thinking more like it stood up and it just sort of shined out into the square. But actually, like a mm. skylight is a much better idea. So let's go. Mm. It's got a lovely little skylight in the top of it. it doesn't have to be a big shrine, but it's got a skylight in it. Stunning. Cool. Yeah. No, that works. Which is probably covered with snow, so you probably won't be able to get the effect. But, you know... <laughs> I'm going to say that my thing is, unlike almost every other building in the town, this one is made of stone, not wood. Yep, that, that makes sense. And I would like to add that the kind of the entranceway, the main doorway, is um, 
is is partially made of stone, but is also kind of augmented by what appear to be some bones of a gigantic, frosty Ooh. nautical beastie. Big mammothy thing. Yep. Yeah, big freaking rib cage bones. Absolutely. Uh, some say they're the ca- uh, some walk s- through the rib cage to get yeah, in. Yeah, some say it's the rib cage of a giant. Some say it's tusks of a mammoth. Some say it's dragon yeah. bone. There's also like a almost an airlock type effect. You've got two very heavy draped curtains over the entrance. So you pull one aside to step in, pull it back, and then open the inner one. They have that in a Inside... lot of public buildings in Finland, and it's great. Um, before before we step in, I will I will nudge you both to take your caps off. <laughs> it takes a while. Mine's pinned on. Fair. That is not my problem. <laughs> my hair looks so bad without it on. It's so fluffed up and crazy. The yeah. gods will not mind. Okay. Uh, inside, it's a yeah window. Uh, inside the shrine is windowless. The only real ornamentation is the brazier where the cold ah, fire yes. shines. Uh, yeah, stone, stone, big stone basin. Um, roughly similar to a Christian font in like size and dimension. Uh, and there's this kind of blue-white uh, blue-white fire which still gives, off, still gives off warmth. It is a... It acts like a normal fire. It simply has a strange colour to it. Figure standing next to it um, is speaking some kind of rolling prayer and as you watch they're going to they're going to cast some kind of powder into the uh, into the fire which immediately uh, burns a more severe icy colour. I would like to step up uh, and kind of take a knee uh, bowing my head respectfully, and I will say, um, Ingel, please forgive my intrusion. I would not do this were it not of great importance, but we require your wisdom. There's a man, he's injured. We don't know what happened to him. I mean, you know what happened to him. We might need a little bit of your fire. Well, we, we know he's been injured. We assume we know what happens to him. It is the I can't actually remember what it's called. You, you definitely know what you you know what is currently afflicting him. Okay, fine. We think we know what happened to him, and we really hope we're wrong. <laughs> make this all... knowledge at once. Ah, Jacob, don't make that pop up. That was scary. <laughs> it is the winter's mark, Ingel. The winter's mark, Ingel. Okay, Ingel, who is a. Uh, who is a human middle-aged... Oh my god, is he Reverend Archie again? No. <laughs> middle-aged human is going to give you a long look uh, before sighing and saying, I suppose it had to happen sooner or later. Did it? Forgive, uh, forgive me, it's been a long night. We don't have any time to lose. You... How many? Just... Who's hurt? How many? One. One, One that we know of. His family is missing. That does not bode. That does not bode well. Where are they? Four people and a dog. He's in the tavern. The the northern knight. Looking into the fire, they say. That's good. They must be kept warm, even as the curse within them try to snuff out all fire, all light, and heat. Okay. Well, so far, so good. 
the long nights here are both a blessing and a curse because if the cursed dies they may rise as an undead if their original spreader can visit them and if they see the sunlight then the curse remains indefinitely until they expire mm. and while it afflicts them the winter wind affects them more harshly as well they will unless they are within arm's reach of a brought a fierce and roaring fire at all times they will simply yeah they will they will die. simply experience yes they will die i don't know why i was beating about the bush there uh, right okay then why so excuse I think... me sorry uh why, why... <laughs> excuse me my friend uh, why is a noble ingle you don't need to stand on cer- you don't need to stand on ceremony like that halfpion we've done too many services together I'll, I'll stand and kind of nod at you brotherly like respecting yep. your kind of respect and then i'll be like um ingle my friend if somebody has not yet moved on past this mortal coil yet they're affected with winter's mark are they a danger to those around them should this man be isolated only once he uh, only once he expires so long as he breathes very well very well then we will do everything we can to help this man the way to save him is we keep him alive until sunlight uh if he is still if he is still cursed by uh, if he is still cursed by sunrise yeah, that makes sense. Actually, that was, was well, not what I was going to say, but yes. So yeah, if he's not passed on by sunlight, then he he's okay. If he dies mm. before sunlight, he'll be stuck. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. What Very is concerning? Good. What is concerning though is the others. If mm. they are either they are also afflicted and may spread the contagion, or they are not afflicted and have fled into this. Yes. He cannot. So what was this? I, I, I was uh, This, uh, he uh, he says, just kind of gesturing out towards where the, the, the blizzard will obligingly give oh, a I particularly see. piercing howl. Can I ask a question of the group, which we can do in the form of like a, an investigation or an insight check, which would mm-hmm. be kind of like, um, if they're not at home, where and they're not at the tavern and they're not here, is there anywhere else they could have run to? Like kind of like is there a likely place they could have gone where we could search for them if they're like uninjured but taking shelter if that makes um, any sense other than just houses like uh, in which just, we're not yeah, going to yeah. check every house other than but, just houses you've got maybe the speakers the speakers lodge which is so the speaker yeah. is the combination town mayor and sheriff mm-hmm. and that's also kind of the town armory good so place that's a strong that is, that's that a is good place that we should probably look for that's a strong candidate or um, there's also or the if speaker... turned by un sorry <laughs> uh, I, I i will say a thing um maybe a suggestion or if ter- uh, or if turned by undead forces maybe uh maybe the original spreader is just looking for food thereby we should check down by the fishing thing i can't uh, quite uh, the, the that's the that's the that's the hook line and sauna the check down <laughs> the hook line and sauna <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, at the fish market. I'm at the sauna. I'm at the combination fish market and sauna. <laughs> <laughs> the a good point. It could also be worth checking the the Axebeak Ranch uh, if it is indeed looking for looking for warmth to snuff out. That would be the Axebeak Ranch. Hmm. That's another thing hmm. that we have a hostile creature on. We have a hostile creature on the move. I have my suspicions about what it is. I hope it's not right. Uh, he's going to reach in. T- he's going to grab 
a lengths of Ingle is going hmm. to fetch a pair of tongs and poke about in the in the brazier of the ice fire for a bit before extracting a uh, a chunk of charcoal that is kind of there's all this kind of like simmering white ember around it uh before wrapping it in a uh wrapping it in uh surrounding it with kind of straw kindling and then wrapping it in a a parcel and handing it to you half beyond i accept it with a nod of my head yep the time is yeah when the time is right uh nurture this keep it keep it out of the wind when the time is right you may be able to use it to light uh to kindle a fire to burn away the one that caused this mm when you know you were ready to How face shall it. we know? How shall we know? It'll be pretty fucking obvious. The one that caused this. Very good, Ingel. Very good. Um, <laughs> I get the picture. I get the picture. <laughs> what? Right, I think we, um, the creature you were facing, with luck, it's simply a... With luck, it's simply a cursed deer or wolf that's died out in the wild and kept, caught the attention of an evil spirit. If we're unlucky, then what we're facing is a cold one. Cold one? This is a creature that a bitter, malicious person who has died out in the cold with a grudge. That grudge has kept them going. They are cunning. They are tireless. They are cunning, they are tireless, and because they uh, they look human, especially in these blizzards, their very touch spreads the mark. And in these conditions, they can get within arm's reach of you before you even see them. Oh dear. Exactly. Come Ooh. on. I we think it is mindful. time to crack open a cold one with the boys. <laughs> there we go. I was think looking for that one. <laughs> You said it very good, very good. Um, half Bjorn um, is going to be like, um, we are already halfway to the Speaker's Lodge. If they have run anywhere for safety, this family of Bjorn, they will be there. And we should also notify the Speaker of what is going on. I suggest we press on to the Speaker's Lodge. Very well. I also agree with this. I think this is a very good plan. Yes. We will warn Sorry. I gotta say, um, last I heard, see if you can rouse, uh, see if you can rouse anyone else while you're going. Spread the word. People need to be on their guard. Maybe some might come to help you. That, um, mm -hmm. yeah, that let route it, Let's is... just go out to do that immediately. Yep. Um, before, sorry, just before we go, uh, I'd like to clap Ingel on the shoulder gently and be like, the powers of the gods will protect you, Ingel? We can only right. hope. Tell them if people are... If people feel up to it, they can... We we have space here, uh, he says, gesturing to the empty um, to the empty shrine, which I couldn't hold everyone in the town, but mm. uh, if people feel willing to brave the weather, they can... Uh, if they want to try and find their way here, we will have a place for them. Cool. Uh, he'll nod at Ingel. Just be like, "Yeah, cool." Uh, worth noting that that route up to the 
that route up to the speakers takes you yep. past yep. this place, which is Frozen Far, the supply shop. Uh, is that Ooh. all the way up there? Uh, no, that's the hunting lodge. And the last known location. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Frozen Falls. And the last known locate. And you know that, um, yeah, there's there's someone who seems like they might be willing to help. Ingbjorg Karlsdottir is, was last seen um, heading up to the Hunter's Lodge. And she, she has a burning hatred hmm. of the undead and, like, wintry things, so she could be of, uh, of help. You also know that... Um, Agnes Dreamweaver lives somewhere along this street that you'll have to walk up. We uh, sorry, maybe... am I looking at the the building with like the the square, the brown square with the yes, patch the on it? It's the crate. The one that you've got, yeah, the crate. Yeah, sorry, I, I think yes, that's, that's the, the word I was lodge. looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's where we're going. That's yes. for, um, well, that's that's on the way. You're actually just... going to the building on the yeah. west side, the northwest here. side of town, with the the sheriff's star over it. Mm-hmm. Ah. The houses here sort of cur- they sort of curve up to the left, and there's like one building that sits out uh, sits out across from this. That yep. is the, That's the supply shop, right? That is the supply shop. Um, out into the distance, sort of across the snowy waste, is the hunting lodge. For the sake of the listeners, Kerkernig is set out in a shape not unlike a croissant or a pasty. Like a bean. A bean, yes. It's, <laughs> it's curved around this inlet of of a frozen lake in more or less there's there's a ringway street. There's it, it's made of a single loop. The northern light is at is in the centre of the inner curve, facing directly out onto the inlet. The hook line and sauna combined tavern and combined like tavern and sauna forms the western point of the pasty the a cluster of buildings around the shrine to Aurel with the ice fire look with the cold fire in it form the easternward prong of the pasty sheriff's the speaker's house which itself backs onto the ruined Care the ruins of the castle after which Care Koenig is named. Then surrounding uh, out a little outwards to the northeast is a hunter's is the hunter's lodge. To the northwest is the charcoal burners, and then right down in the bottom corner in the southwest is the ranch, where the axe beaks are kept. And an axe beak is a kind of animal. Yeah. So hmm. the uh, this party's current trajectory is taking them effectively along the outer edge of the pasty, and they are bypassing Frozen Far Supply Shop along the way. What's the hunting horn up in the top right? That's the Hunter's Lodge. Ah. I will note though that anything off the main street is that is that is like deep snow. You're effectively hmm. down to half speed anyway walking through this heavy blizzard that is halved again when you're walking through deep snow however as you guys are as you guys are setting out
And what's happening next week? What's going to happen? Dunna. Thank you for sticking with us, dear dire listeners. It's been a bit of a road, but we've got to the end of it. Mainly, mainly due to sort of life happening. However, thank you for sticking with us, and we love you as always. Direcast as ever is Lukey Slynn, Matt George Lovett, Peter Wellman, Jacob War, and H. Folkmans. If you want to follow our Patreon, you can at patreon.com slash direcast. And if you want to get in contact with us, we've got email and stuff in the description. This week we were playing D&D. Uh, we don't know who it's made by. We found it on the internet. It appears to be quite popular. Although legally, yeah, just go to Wizards of the Coast or like Amazon. Um, I think Hasbro has a deal with Amazon at the moment, so yeah, just go there. Uh, the music was done by the wonderful Axletree, and the song is called Hibernation. And until next time, that is how the die is cast. Thank you.